0: We're here today with Christopher Chung, designer of Lanterns, The Harvest Festival. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook, as well as what's going on inside my head. You look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is Word. Located in the vanguard, or Advanced. Now that's a brief definition, and I didn't even know what Vanguard meant, but I know that you do, so let's let's see what you got for this.
1: Alright. So the (laughs) first thought I had was kind of like a post-apocalyptic scenario. I'm in. Where (laughs) the army is trying to use the iron fist to control its population However, a group of mercenaries come from lands across the 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 way and say, okay, something's going down. We gotta stop this. We gotta flee the uh the area, but not with without uh saving some people along the way. Of so they go vanward into locating who's responsible for this Uh, mischievous doing in the vanguard and and all sorts of like really tactical and and very espionagey kind of like gameplay but when i think of vanguard like i don't really want to think of just medieval stuff like just the post-apocalyptic like iron fist would be really cool to to design a game around that is neat the first thing i thought was just like
0: not even like medieval. I thought of like Normandy or something. You're in that like those first oh, yeah. guys on the on the beach in Normandy, and it's just like you know you're not
1: going to make it. <laughs> no, I never grew up uh, with uh, war games, so I can't really relate. But uh, so that's why I took a different spin on it. No, and I'm it's, kind of thinking of like, uh, yeah.
0: No, it's I always abstract it out of reality just so it's fun and <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly uh, that's neat so the when i look at this it says uh the troops at the head of an army were called the vanguard which i didn't know and the word can mean the forefront of an action or a movement uh so with that i always go to like i take it so literal i'm like just like all right let me make this some sort of movement mechanic or some sort of action phase that's just like how my
1: brain yeah, works def- with these Exactly. It definitely sounds like it lends itself towards like action programming. Oh yeah. So you want to like, yeah, move yourself in a way that doesn't disrupt your plans or disrupts another person's plans of moving forward, kind of thing.
0: Oh, that's cool. The um, I don't know the second definition of it. It says located in the vanguard, advanced. So I guess that means just like we advance, we move forward. <laughs>
1: maybe or maybe it's the advanced definition
0: (laughs) (laughs) advanced like a man advanced far time far in time or course yeah so that's these definitions are just weird they can get really weird but Mm -hmm. this is like super gamey to me like located in the vanguard it's just uh, it's my front line or you know it's my first action or my first step in 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 something yep that's cool so let's uh i want to talk about your most popular game, and I'm sure, I, I guess it's the most popular game, is Lanterns, right? <laughs>
1: well, it's my only game today. But uh, actually, that's we not just true. released the uh, Bloodborne Expedition. And we also have. We <laughs> okay, also have, yes, uh, that game. <laughs> the, the, which we could save for the second <laughs> episode,
0: which is your least popular game. <laughs> but uh, no, like, like, Lanterns is like massive, it's huge, it's everywhere. It's, it's like, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm still very happy with it. And very happy with little Elias as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's only cuz I'm here.
0: No, but like um I was just going to ask you about the difference in doing something that completely takes off like that and then something that's just like kind of like super small and and intimate and 10 people know about it. Like the whole thing with uh lanterns is just it took off and it took off quick. So I just I'm, I'm just curious about how that how that all felt.
1: Yeah, it was it caught me off by surprise as well I knew that it had potential but of course it took the uh, the publishers uh, Randy Hoyt from Foxtrot and Scott Gita from Renegade they really took the ball and ran with it because they thought it could do really well with our market and a lot of people now group lanterns with the other gateway games of yeah. that we know of today and that's really an astonishing thing my
0: local game store like has a board game section but it's it's mostly Magic the Gathering and a lot of like miniatures and stuff like that but they have a solid board game section. They set up a table and it's like the featured game of the week and it's like set up on display and you can go there and play it and things like that. But the first time they ever did it was with Lanterns and I was just like, "Whoa, like this is like this is a different level for even my store it was just that, you know, they were in on it and it was cool. It was neat to see. That's really cool. So the, the other thing was that you've got this massive game lantern. We made your little tiny game, Little White Lie, which if nobody knows about it, it's a super cool... You um, have your cards are hidden and you're trying to figure out what other people have by the way that you play them and what you guessed that other people are playing. But they're all held like on your forehead or in front of you, kind of Hanabi style. But what I was going to say is you've got this massive game and you've entered many games into our little dumb contests which I thought was, was really interesting because you, I think you might be the second most submitted designer in our contest. We have one wow. guy who submitted 10 in the first contest and I think like three in the second. And I think you <laughs> submitted like all three in the second or whatever it was, or even in the first two. But you've always hit that max,
1: like whatever we allowed, you did it, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to love, different games all the time and when i started playing more of your lineup like um uh circle the wagons which is freaking amazing (laughs) excuse me for a language (laughs) it's it's well deserved uh, (laughs) exactly and mint julep which is also awesome so that so it's kind of got me thinking and how can i really boil a game down to its its core using only 18 cards and maybe a penny or two if you allow me some, <laughs> we'll allow the penny All right, there you go <laughs> no that's cool it's
0: fun it's i love i love designing with restriction but i love publishing from it not being a, dis- a restriction it's it's the inspiration it's the tool that we have and it's it's not the limitation it's more just like the the jumping off point is at least my vision of it
1: Very much so, and that kind of falls in within the same as lanterns because out of the game design jam that we had, lanterns was born. And not my limitation, but my source of inspiration was the word perspective, and so that that kind of helped uh, lanterns go.
0: I didn't realize it came out of a jam. Was it like a what was the what was the uh, the story behind the jam? Was it a 24 hour one or?
1: Yep, it was a 24 to 48 hours. You basically made whatever game you want. And I was surrounded by a bunch of video gamers, so I was one of the maybe two people that were doing a board game at that time. But I had people play it, and they loved it, and I knew I had something on my hands. That's amazing. I've done
0: um, the same exact thing. I've gone to the video game jams. Like the uh, uh, Ouroboros was one of the uh, like the words, and that's like the snake eating its tail, which was cool and fun. But yes, I was the only like me and my group were the only uh, tabletop people there and i've gone year after <laughs> year and there's been a couple more you know one or two groups but um they we don't have that a lot like we have like digital ones like you can you know go on board game geek and there's one all the time but there isn't that that big meet up and jam out like they do in the video game scene
1: right we had one in toronto that uh, unfortunately last year was this final year for now hopefully they bring it back but that's always good time oh that's
0: cool we uh I always had to do the thing where I go and leave because I can't leave my family for that long and then come back. And I'm like, (laughs) the first year I was like, I left in three hours and I said my game was done. (laughs) And I said, I don't care what everyone else does. I'm done in two hours. And then the second year we worked on the game for seriously like two more years after that. It was somebody else's game and I was just kind of part of it and helping them in the development and in the initial phases. But it actually lingered on for a long time, which was
1: cool that's amazing
0: cool well so tell everyone where they can get you, get in touch with you and find you online and follow along with whatever's coming soon and if anything is
1: coming soon that you can talk about sure so uh the expansion to bloodborne card game i did with eric lang that one actually hit markets a couple days ago so we're pretty excited about that uh, but you can find me primarily on twitter at c chung games where i Spew nonsense about <laughs> hockey, <laughs> hockey mainly, but also board games. Whatnot. Who are you following in hockey right now? Uh, right now, because the Leafs are Maple out. Leafs, I got yeah. cheer I got cheer for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like the, that team is doing wonders of expansion team. Oh man, I don't even know them, but
0: I do know the Bruins, and I guess I have, to, I have to stick with my coast at least. Okay, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. All right, cool. We'll do this again. It'll be fun. Awesome.